Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. Today is Saturday, September 5th, 2009. Uh, it's the first Saturday in the month, in the awesome month of September, and I am absolutely honored to be before you today. Again, this is Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, I am absolutely honored, amazed, and just wow, just, it's just an awesome, awesome time. You guys may not understand how important you are to me, but you really are. And you've been really responding to the, the teachings and, and the, just the, the impact that this show has been having. And together we've become the number two uh, self-help radio show on Blog Talk Radio. And again, I want to congratulate each and every one of you for for you know, putting a demand on this show and putting a demand on me to get, keep getting better and keep improving the show and keep bringing content that, that is rich and provides edification for you. Uh, this is, like I said, each and every week, I don't take you for granted. I cannot do this without you. Without you, I have to have you on board with this. So I'm thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you come back each and every week, and I'm thankful that you tell your friends that each and every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that ch- create a championship standard of living is coming on the air with your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And I'm, like, again, I'm absolutely honored to be here. I'm absolutely honored to serve you. Um, again, like I said, each and every week, tell me what it is I can do to make this show better. Tell me what it is I can I can do to better serve you with this show. Um, again, you can you can leave comments on the Blog Talk site. You can also email me comments. You can email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. And you can form, you can email me testimonies, um, complaints, if there's something that you, you, know, you didn't see enough of, if there's something you need to see more of, whatever it is that you need to see, let me know. I want to make this show the number one show for you. Um, but before we go any further, I want to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit and we're entrusting him with, with this show, knowing that we're going to get everything that we came here for today. That includes me. Uh, I don't Even when we do these lessons, I, I'm looking to, to get something out of it myself as well. So, you know, let, let us all get what we came for. Let us all get a, a, you know, a breakthrough on some areas, in the areas of our lives that we need it most. Um, for, any, for, for any area that we need a breakthrough, let's, let's get our breakthroughs today. How about that? Um Again, like I said, I don't take you for granted. I appreciate you. I love you. And I, I just, again, I just want to do everything I can to serve you better. So just let me know what I can do to, to serve you better. So we're going to move forward in the show. Um, I have a, a dynamic show planned for you today. Um, you may have seen my uh, Facebook post today. Um, those of you who may not know, I'm... Um one second, please. We're going to put the show on hold for one second, people. And we're back. Again, every week, people, I tell you, live radio, you never know what to expect. <laughs> so, um, again, those of you who may have seen my uh, Facebook posting today, uh, I posted, you know, that I've been dealing with some internal things. And I had been dealing with them in private, but I never spoke about them to anybody publicly. Well, I was—we um, had a—I had to go to service today 
uh, for for at church, and I felt led to talk about some things today that I know that's going to be helpful to some of my listeners out there because somebody's dealing with the same things I've been going through, but now I've got more insight on how to come through them. Um, so today's uh, the topic of today's show is going to be um, the battle for your mind. The battle for your mind, and we're gonna, and I'm going to give you um, a lesson today to, to te- show you how to how to win the battle for your mind. Um, this month, we're going to each week we're going to deal with some topic that um, relates closely to your um, to to becoming a, a champion on, on several le- uh, several levels of your life. To, this week is going to be your mind. Next week is going to be your emotions. The third week is going to be your body. And then the fourth week, uh, the last week of the month, we're going to talk about your money. So just get ready to have a dynamic month where you're just when, – when October gets here, you, you're ready to go <laughs> full force. Your mind is right, your body's right, and your money's right. Um, so, again, we're going to talk about – you know, uh, uh, I'm going into great detail about some things, and I'm looking forward to your insight. I'm looking forward to to giving you some wisdom on, on some of the things I came, I've come through. Um each week, you know, I give you a, a divine intervention, which is a scripture from the Bible. Um, and this week's divine intervention is very, um, very good for for the topic that we're going to deal with. Uh, it comes from Psalm 55, verse 22, and it states, and I'm reading from the uh, New Living Bible, New Living Translation. It states, "Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall." Let me repeat that. Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will not. Excuse me, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Again, give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. And our presidential wisdom for this week, our uh, quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama goes as stated hope is not blind optimism I'll repeat that again hope is not blind optimism hope is not blind optimism in other words people hope can get you through situations that it just things that seem impossible. A glimmer of hope can give you the the, the insight and the wisdom <laughs> on how to get to the you know the other end of the, of the spectrum, how to how to get to from point A to point B, how to get from success, I mean from failure to success. It can get it can get you from the from the from seeing a vision in your mind to seeing it manifest in, in your life. Hope is a necess- is a necessary uh, tool. That any dreamer, any visionary must have. Hope is what gives you the 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 strength to give your burdens to the Lord, knowing that He He cares for you, knowing that He won't let you slip and fall. So I wanted to share that with you this week. I know that's going to be dynamic for somebody that is going to really, really, really empower you. Now, I'm um. I'm I'm just really excited about the opportunity 
to be, you know, transparent with you today. I know some people may not understand it, and some people may are probably not going to understand what we're going to talk about today. And even to let you know, people, the show may not last a whole a whole hour today because I believe I'll, I ha- what I have for you, I can give it to you, and we can be out of here well before seven o'clock. So I may not the show may not last a whole hour, but it will be a dynamic show nonetheless. So. Um, before we go any further, I wanted to um, to also remind you, uh, last week I put out um, an offer to my listeners, to anybody who hears the show, to anybody who hears the, the, the work that I do as a motivational speaker, as a coach, to, to partner with this radio show, to partner with the movement that we got going here, to partner with the Creating Championship Living Lifestyle. And become a roar partner. What a roar partner is, you, you, you would be partnering with Lionheart Enterprises and Miles W. Miller as we go forth to take this, this platform of creating a championship standard and living to the world. Just like I told you last week, when people partnered with Michael Jackson or when they bought his albums and they, they bought paraphernalia that represented him, he, went, he was in the Guinness Book of Records Guinness World Guinness Book of World Records as the top philanthropist as a um, pop artist. That means every time you 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 went to a concert, every time you went to a you know anything involving Michael Jackson, you were you were just as connected to that that world record as he is because you helped him get there. You helped him do it. Well, what we're playing, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to take this message to the world and give a voice to dreamers and visionaries everywhere. A voice that may have been squelched by, by a lack of hope, uh, or just whatever reasons that uh, the dreamers and visionaries' voice has been taken from them. We want to give them that 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 voice back. We want to give them that roar back. So, I want you to to partner with me. I want you to partner with me. I want you to give me your your assistance, and I, I believe in my heart that we can together we can we can impact the world. We can change the world. Together we can change the world. If you um, if this is something that 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 is that you can do, that you want to do, I'm asking you to send a PayPal donation to roar.partner at gmail.com. That's R O A. R dot partner p a r t n e r at gmail dot com, and let's let's change the world. Let's put the world on its head. Let's let's make let's set the world on fire because we we have greatness inside of each and every one of us, and let's help somebody else realize their greatness as well. Also, I wanted to um, let you know about my books. I have a, a dynamic library of books waiting for you to. Um, to add to your own personal libraries, um, dynamic stuff. My book, The Power of Conquering Fear, has been really moving off the shelves uh, at Lulu.com. In fact, so much so that, that Lulu uh, placed The Power of Conquering Fear on Amazon.com. So you can actually purchase my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, from Amazon.com. Uh, it's a dynamic book. It's for people, visionaries, dreamers and visionaries, like everything else I do. Um, to to help give you insight and wisdom on how to move beyond the things that will 
come against your dreams and come against your vision, things that would tell you that you can't do it and things that would, that would try to keep you bound. The Power of Conquering Fear is, is that book that's, that's here to release you from that. And also my book, My Success Journal. Uh, my Success Journal is a dynamic uh, book, again, created for dreamers and visionaries to give you a blueprint on how to get from seeing a vision in your mind and bringing it to fruition into the world. So you can purchase those books at lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's l-u-l-u dot com slash mwmiller18. Also, I have created a YouTube channel where I'm uh, just creating motivational movies and, and all types of things for you. Um, it's uh, youtube.com slash mileswmiller. That's youtube slash, excuse me, youtube.com slash M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-E-R. And let me tell you, I've been putting some dynamic stuff up there, some dynamic content, you know, with for your edification to help you get down the road and help you create a championship standard of living for yourself. So, you know, I, I really want you to, to get the most out of, out of what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing this as a labor of love for you, and I want you to, to really, really get everything that you can. So we want to continue to move forward in the show. Before we go forward, I do want to to, to go through this affirmation with you to go through a visualization drill with you. You know, the last couple of weeks we've been going over, doing a visual, visualization drill, and it's been really dynamic for myself. And I've been getting, I have been getting testimonies about this, that people are really um, really being moved by this. So I, I'm, this is actually going to be a part of the show. Every time before we, we move into the lesson, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you this. We're going to go through this each week because I think it's going to break something loose for you. So, The goal, one of the major goals of creating a championship standard of living is to help you, to to teach you how to love and enjoy what you do. So, again, we, you know, as I, I always tell you, in life it's very important to have things that you're passionate about. In fact, it's your passion that will empower you to endure any how that is required for the attainment of your desires. So with that in mind, I want you to allow your mind to receive the lessons today. I want you to allow your mind to receive, you know, what it is that the Holy Spirit is going to do for us today. I want you to open your mind and, and allow your mind to be open to greatness today, open to your to your personal success, open to, to everything that you've been called to do, that, the show, that this show is going to ignite something inside of you that's going to drive you to go get your passion, to go get it. So first things first. I want you to get a picture in your mind of what you want your life to truly look like. I mean, from the car you drive, from the house you're going to live in, you know, the, the, you know, is, a, is the house you, you're going to stay, be staying in a beachfront property or is it in a mountain or is it in a valley? I mean, all types. I want you to get as detailed as possible. What does your car look like? What kind of rims do you have on it? What kind of paint? Is it a drop top? Is it a truck? Is whatever, it, whatever the case may be, is your spouse there with you? Maybe you're not married now, and you may may not even have a uh, have a significant other just yet. That may be one of the things that you that you put in your picture. That you're a significant other. It may be your relationship with God. It may whatever whatever the case may be. I want you to picture in your mind what you truly want your life to look like. That means, irregards of what you think you cannot have, or irregards of what the situation may be saying that you can't have. I want you to get the picture in your mind of what your life should look like. 
again, like I told you before, I I have a, an affinity for for um for Lamborghinis. I haven't driven one yet, but I I plan to own one real soon. There, there's some they're beautiful cars to me. For some people, it's the Rolls Royce. For me, it's a Lamborghini. I love that car. You know, not in the in the sense of you know loving an inanimate object, but I love the, I I just like the the beauty of that car. I like the, the the craftsmanship of the car. I admire how you know you can actually get a clear fiberglass uh, covering so you can actually see the engine while it, while the car is running. I mean, just all types of things like that, and, and and see how detail I'm getting. I'm getting detail about what it is I like. I'm getting detail about what it is I want. So I want you to get that picture in mind. Keep that picture in mind. Get that picture in mind now. What does your life look like? What does your ideal life look like? What do you want your life to look like? I want you to get that picture. And I want you to hold on to that picture. I want you to to pull it in. And I want it to get more detail. And I want it to get more focused. And I want you to just just think about that picture. Just just think about what your life should look like. Now that you got that picture in your mind, I want you to embrace the emotion and the feelings that that picture brings. I want you to, to, to feel the freedom of being able to, to drive, you know, your convertible car down the, the highway with your hair blowing in the wind. I want you to to feel, you know, the emotions of, of jumping in your own Olympic-sized pool. I want you to feel, feel the emotions and the feelings associated with that picture. And fully embrace it. Fully bring yourself into it. Now you got that picture in your mind and you you fully embraced it. Now I want you to say the following affirmation out loud with me. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. Again, I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now now with all that that said all that done I want you to hold that picture in your mind and I want you to, to, to continue to embrace that feeling and I want you to continue to hear that affirmation I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now I want you to hold on to that picture Continue to embrace those emotions. Continue to hear that affirmation in your in your spirit as we go on to the rest of the show. I want you to hold on to that the rest of the show. So I'm going to do something different this week. I actually going to, I'm creating a new segment called Motivational Moment. And what it, what the Motivational Moment is is a um, it's just a little segment of, of myself uh, giving some motivational wisdom and some encouraging words. Uh, it's actually taken from from one of our our previous shows together. Uh, so we're going to play that now, and I want you to sit back and, 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 again, continue to hold on to that vision, continue to, you know, feel those emotions, to continue to feel good about, you know, yourself, 
and continue to receive all of your divine good free and unfettered right now and listen to the motivational moment. And we'll be right back. know that you weren't put here just to hold up space and, and take up air you were put here to do something dynamic you were put here to make things better everything is created to be a solution to something okay nobody's life is in vain there's a, a quote I want to read to you from uh, dr. Mike Murdoch I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve so he created you God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So, your your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when he created you. So, your... So I want you to, I'm just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You, your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you are important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others and you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems so take your worth in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do so that's the segue to my lesson today my lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image seven ways to promote a positive self-image step one Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Which we just talked about in depth. And we, I can go further with this. You have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we, each and every one of us was created in the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So, it's, a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle, and I take it to a, a General Motors dealership. Now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information. But how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that spirit that created us? And when you, be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that.
And we're back. I um today is a a, a great day. Today is a great a, a great day. Today is an absolutely great day. Uh today a lot of people are going to get set free from some stuff they've been battling. So today a lot of people are going to get going to get be able to walk away from things that were causing pain. Today a lot of people are going to really be able to to move forward in their destiny. And uh I want to I remember a, a verse in the Bible, uh, Revelation, from Revelation, I believe it's Revelation 12 and 11, where it says we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. And one thing is for certain, I don't really trust people who are perfect. <laughs> I don't trust people who, who give me this this persona that, that nothing ever goes wrong in their lives, that nothing ever goes out of the ordinary in their lives. Everything is always peachy keen and, and that, Nothing ever is out of order for them. Well, for myself, I would be lying to you to tell you that that's the case for me. I'd be absolutely lying to you. I wouldn't be telling you the, the truth. And one thing about me that you're going to notice, in order for me to do what I do successfully for you and with you, I have to be transparent. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. And So today, there's something that I've been battling, and I want to talk to you about it. I want to talk about it openly and honestly. For years, um, off and on, uh, I've battled depression. And this is the first time I've publicly mentioned this to anybody. Um, I have, in my past, dealt with um, issues, with self-worth issues, with self-image issues. And the truth of the matter is, over the course of this last summer, even though we've been having absolute success with the show, we've been I, there's some projects on the table, uh, with some major networks now for me to come on and, and work with them, I've been battling this 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 thing inside, battling my self worth, battling my self image, battling you know are you really good enough? Are you can you really do this? Are you know you don't have this and you don't have that, and it, it's been a, a a real tough battle. That's why the, today's show is the the battle for your mind. Um. Your mind is a very powerful tool. Our minds are very powerful tools. And if we use them properly, if we use them properly, we can overcome so many things. We can do so many things. It's been noted that the average human being only uses 5% of their brain. 5% of your brain. 5%. So at that moment, Knowing that you can, uh, the average human being is only using five percent of their brain. That means that it's impossible to say no to something that 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 is yours, that you know is yours, because nobody can really tell you no to it because they're not operating at a hundred percent. And they're operating at a hundred percent. They could give you insight on how to get to where you're supposed to be anyway. So, a lot of times, we we deal with things, and we don't really. Um, Talk about them. I know for me, in the, the position I have as a coach, as a motivational speaker, uh, and as a person who just carried burdens of other people for years, for most of my life, I've always been taught to be strong and to be, um, you know, hold my emotions and you know, and and not be visible. No, no, don't give people an idea that I'm weak. But one thing I'll tell you is that it is the sign of a weak person that can never admit that they have a problem. It's a sign of a weak person that can never say, I need help. It's a sign of a weak person that will sit up 
and wallow in, in self pity and wallow in, in in their in their mess, knowing that they need help. Well, one thing about me is that I am not afraid to admit when I need help in the area. Now, you may have heard me talk about the uh, the whole 70-pound weight gain since I've been in Atlanta. Well, one of the things that, that causes the weight gain is battling this particular thing. Um, I've, uh, I can honestly admit I abuse sugar. I, I, I love sweets. I love sweet stuff. I love cheesecake. I love pies. I love uh, candies. I love, if it's sweet, I love it. <laughs> and I can tell you right now I, that it got to a point where in order to cope with the, the change, because let me explain something to you. I went through a traumatic change in my life. I went from Michigan. I moved from Detroit, Michigan to Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I, was, I just I actually moved on my 28th birthday. And I had never really been that far away from home. I mean, I, I had a summer internship one summer, and I lived in Indianapolis. But that was only for a few months, and I was going right back. But this was the first time I was really, really away from home. Even when I went to college, I went to Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is only 45 minutes from Detroit, and I had a car. So I wasn't too far from home, and if I didn't have a car, I, the bus, the Greyhound bus was readily accessible, and the Amtrak train was readily accessible. accessible. It didn't cost much, so I, I could always get home. But for this is for the first time since, in my, uh, since I've been alive that I wasn't able to be near my family. And a lot of my family members didn't take it too well. And a lot of the people that I was interacting with didn't take it well. I lost friends, but I knew I was doing what was right. I came down here because my bishop started another church in uh, Atlanta, and I came to assist him. He asked me to come to Atlanta to, to help him set this church up, and I gladly did it because I, I knew it was God. I, I prayed and I fasted. I knew it was God that it was, it was leading me to Atlanta. Now, in knowing that, it still wasn't easy. It still was not an easy move because I had to sacrifice something to do this. I had to sacrifice being close to my mother, my father, and my grandfather every day because my my parents and my grandfather live on, live on the same street across the street from each other. So I was I never really left too far from the village that I grew up in. So this was the first time that I wasn't going to be there. And I can tell you that it was it was hard on me because my my parents have gotten older. My grandfather's gotten gotten older and I wanted to be there with him. But I knew I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was doing an assignment for God. But it wasn't easy. So to cope with the feeling of not being with my parents, not being with my grandfather, not being with my siblings. Sometimes I, I, I turn to sugar. I turn to food to, to compensate for those feelings. But this is coming from a person who, who had already been battling the, a, a, a serious issue with depression. And then I come to find out that it, it, it's, a, it's an issue that, that's in my bloodline. So I'm, I'm talking to you today. I'm, t I'm telling you real stuff. This is nothing to play with. You know, I see even even the, the success I've been having as of late with the show and, you know, meeting new people and coaching new people. I've still been battling that, that same demon. And I know that somebody's going to hear, hear my voice today and they're going to know that it's possible that you can come through it.
um, it's not easy. Not, I mean, it's, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy making a, a lifestyle change that that causes you to have to move clear across the country when all you've never known is one area. It's not easy. I've had friends who who've moved from their hometown to to other to like the, the West Coast, and the transition was rough. I've had some friends who left who completely left the United States and went to you know to Europe and uh, far places you know all across the world. And the same thing is true. Is it's not easy. Some people are are dealing with even deeper things, like you know, people hurt them seriously, like you know, rape and molestation. Some people are dealing with some with even more intense stuff that they they've witnessed murders, they they've committed murders, and this stuff's not easy. I'm here to tell you, you know, that God loves each and every one of us, and if you go back to our divine intervention, He says, "Give your burden." It says, "Give your burdens to the Lord, and He will take care of you." For he will not permit the godly to slip and fall. The one thing that gets me through everything is that I trust God. But one thing is for certain, I'll tell you, is that some in some cases in dealing with depression, there are, you, you have to keep yourself connected and you have to let people know what's going on. The one thing I, I, I've always done, like I said, is I keep stuff, I, I fight in silence. Well, let me tell you something. If you got, if, you know, and I don't speak this out of anybody in my audience. I don't, th- I don't speak that, this out on anybody who hears this podcast. If somebody was to get in a um, was to get mugged by a purse snatcher, self defense classes teach women that do not absolutely do not fight without screaming. You scream, you claw, you kick, you do everything you can to bring attention to that situation, so that you can get help, so that you don't have to fight that mugger alone. The same is true about emotional battles. The same is true about mind battles. Don't fight this stuff alone. Don't be embarrassed. Today we had a at our um our, our church we had a, a dynamic we had a special uh, healing and miracle service. And my pastor, Pastor Ginaldo Lee, he prayed for people who had been battling depression. Here's the thing that got me. I knew I was battling this issue. And I was embarrassed to stand up because I have to be tough, and I have to I have to hide my emotions. This is this is how I've been programmed. And then I sat I, when I finally came to it and stood up. I said, "Enough is enough." Depression is a spirit, and, and most things that you see physically, every excuse me, things you see physically started spiritually first. So there's a spiritual solution for every issue that you ever face. Everything has a solution. There's nothing under the sun that doesn't have a spiritual solution to it, which means that a natural solution can manifest. And I stood there. As I stood there, I thought about, you know what? I'm trying to I'm trying to hide to save my own face, not realizing that I'm here to be a servant to be to help people. And if I'm going through this, somebody else is going through it. And somebody else is going to hear my voice today is going to know that. You don't have to go through this alone. God says, give your burdens to him because he cares for you. And he will not permit you to slip and fall. Before the end of the show today, I'm going to pray for each and every one of us that we get uh, that we're going to see a breakthrough and we're going to see a release from this stuff. Because our greatness and our destiny is way too important to to take for granted, to allow something to, to railroad us. 
especially something that we don't have to fight alone. Especially something we don't have to fight alone. You're not alone in this battle. Somebody's going through this right now. Somebody right now is going through the same thing that you're going through. And you're going to be their testimony. You're going to be their testimony to know that they can come through it. Because you're going to come through it. I guarantee you this. You're going to come, if you listen to my voice, you're going to come through this thing. Like I said, this is not. This hasn't been easy for me to, to admit this to anybody because I haven't told anybody about this. So I, I decided today to tell everybody. <laughs> so I'm not scared anymore. It has a it, this balance issue for the time I battled it has affected my my work as a, a student, as a person. It has affected uh, interpersonal relationships. I mean, it's a, it's a, it has affected everything I've done. It has affected me so much. So a couple months ago was my birthday, my 31st birthday in July. And I'm a, I'm, people, I know that people love me and people care for me and people care about me. But I, I would, this, this, I've been balancing things so long and so much this, over this past summer that I didn't think anybody would show up to my birthday party. So I, I wanted to have a birthday party and I wanted to have all my friends there. I want to have my friends come from all over the world. <laughs> but in my heart, I was I kept hearing, well, in my mind, I kept hearing, you know, well, nobody's going to really show up because who's really going to have, really have the time to show up to, to hang out with you? And this is what depression does. Depression will, will, will allow you to hear the voice of the enemy clearer than the voice of God. It will mag the depression causes the, the voice of the enemy to be magnified. So you have to be able, you have to be able to silence that voice quickly. So what I did was I sabotaged my own birthday party. So I I planned a birthday party. I had my one of my friends is a an event planner and she was going she was going to plan my my birthday party and this the second year in a row I did this where I let insecurity get in, get in the picture. I let you know, fear getting the picture. Hey, I wrote the power of conquering fear, but I, and I know it, so I know it very well. I let these things get in the, in the way, and prevented me from enjoying a great time with my friends, because I didn't feel like my friends would show up anyway. So what I did was I sabotaged it, and I I called the party two days before my birthday. Well, I knew nobody could show up, so since no since I knew nobody could show up, I wasn't hurt that nobody didn't show up. And then I thought about it later. I was like, wow, that that sucks. That's just not cool. That I had to, that I felt that I had to do that to, to protect myself. And it was, it was because I was, in, I was in this place emotionally where I didn't feel good about myself. My image was low. I hadn't, had, you know, people. Let me just tell you something. There's been a, a couple times where I've had to, where my pastor set me down. I was like, man, you need to, you need to cut your hair. What's going on with your hair? Because sometimes I I really had gotten to a place where I didn't care because I was emotionally just not there at that moment. Because let me let me just be honest with you, I'm I, I'm carrying a lot of burdens for a lot of people, and sometimes it's not easy. I'm carrying a lot of burdens for a lot of people in my own family. I'm responsible for a lot of things, so. On top of the fact that 
things haven't been moving. It may not they're moving, but they're not weren't moving as fast as I thought they should be moving. You add all this stuff together, and it it was just it was it was just weighing me down. And it was painful. It was hurtful. Is that sometimes I wanted to just cry. And I'm telling you this because I know that you can come through this because I'm coming through this. Today was I told myself today was the last day that I deal with this. Today is the last day you deal with this. Now, what I, what I tell everybody is, you know, I believe that, like I said, that we're gonna we're gonna handle this in a spiritual manner. I believe that this, and things happen in the spirit before they happen in the natural. Things happen in the spirit before they happen in the natural. The success you the success you so desire happens in the spirit before it happens in the natural. You have to imagine it. You have to see it in your imagination first before you can actually manifest it. Well, the same is true about uh, something like this. I believe in my heart that we were designed for excellence. We were designed for greatness. We were designed to, to just do phenomenal stuff. We're creating the likeness and image of God. Again, like I said you know, in previous broadcasts, if I have a Ford Motor Vehicle Company, I don't take it back to GM to get it serviced. I take it back to Ford. Well, we were created in the likeness and image of God, which means we, and we were created by God. So if we have an issue, we can take, we, like, again, we'll go back to Psalm 55, 22, give your burden to the Lord. Give your burdens to the Lord. Give your burdens to the Lord. Give your burdens to the Lord. Take your machine back to the place that manufactured it. Take you back to God who manufactured you. Let him repair you back to manufacturer's um standards give your burdens to the Lord and he will care he will take care of you he will not permit the godly to slip and fall he loves you he loves me and he didn't give us depression that's a trick of the enemy that's not of God but let me just be honest let me share some some insight with you on this particular topic as well, um, we have several um, several things that we we can several facts that we can discuss here. Um, one one thing about depression is that, um, and I'm reading from uh, can I read you some information from this site called Patient Health Education, and it's um, at sweet101.com. So it, it's entitled Understanding Depression, the Facts and Statistics. Uh, depression, you know, if not handled correctly, can lead to suicide, it can lead to homicide, it can lead to, to things that just aren't what we've been called to do. It can lead to, to just a sorrowful existence. It can lead you to a place where nobody can even help you if you don't really want to be helped, if you, if you go too far. So that's why, you know, at the end of the show, we're going to pray we're going to pray for all of our release today. We're going to pray for all our breakthroughs today because I believe that we're going to come out of this. I believe, you know, like I said, I feel much better today after going through um, the service I was in today and feeling moved to talk about this. Like I said, I don't this, – this has been affecting my career. It's been affecting my life way too long, and I know that, you know, that day is over. You know, we're champions. And remember, like I tell you each and every week, you know, to quote Muhammad Ali, quote Les Brown, who quoted Muhammad Ali, you know, 
the canvas is no place for a champion to be. We're going to get up today. We're going to be champions today. We're going we're gonna to fully walk out the championship standard of living today. You trust me on that. If you don't trust anything else I say, we're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of this together. Because this is, this is, this is just unacceptable. We won't, we won't deal with this. We won't, we won't deal with this. This is unacceptable. Anything that blocks you from being who God says that you are is unacceptable. And depression is one of those things. It, it does block you from being who you're supposed to be. It does block you from being what you're supposed to be. It does block you from doing what you're supposed to do. There's some things that's been on the table this week for me that I didn't get accomplished because I was I was battling this thing. And I realized, you know, I'm right at the point of, of, of tremendous success in my own personal career and my personal life. And I don't have time to be sitting up worrying about, you know, stuff that doesn't even matter or even dealing with things that, that are old. I kept dealing with some old things that, this week that were really weighing me down again. And it's like, you know what? That day is over. That day is over. I've been redeemed by God through the blood of Jesus Christ. You've been redeemed by God by the, through the blood of Jesus Christ. So we don't have to sit here and take any of this stuff anymore. But let me read. I'm going to read you a couple of things. Um, I'm going to read the first part of the paragraph. It says, Looking over a, a depression fact sheet reveals some alarming statistics. Over the course of a single year, approximately 14.8 million Americans fight depression, a number that represents 6.7% of the adult U.S. population. Children and teenagers don't fare any better. At any point in time, one out of 33 children and a staggering one in 18 teenagers suffers from depression. The nation is faced with an often overlooked mental epidemic. And that, people, is in itself is enough to just, it makes you want to cry because 14.8 million people are fighting depression. Americans are fighting depression right now as we speak. 14.8 million people. So somehow, some way, somebody you know somebody who's, who's in that 14.8 million people, if not yourself. So the article goes on to say, men and women and depression. Who gets depressed? Anyone can experience a depressive episode, although some groups are at higher risk for depression than others. Women especially have high risk of depression. Until adolescence, the sexes show little difference in depression rates. By age 15, however, the rate of depression in women jumps to twice that of men, an increased risk that continues throughout, social, me, throughout life. Social, economic, and ethnic factors don't affect this imbalance in depression risk for men and women. The ratio 2 to 1 still remains stable, even when other factors are considered. Put another way, 6 to 12% of men will experience depression in their lifetime. In contrast, 20 to 26% of women, one out of every four or five women, will experience at least one depressive episode over the course of their lives. Wow. This is, this, this is amazing, people. This is absolutely amazing. The article goes on to say that depression in extricably linked is is extricably linked, inextricably linked, to acts of self-injury or suicide. According to the Centers for Disease Control, suicide rate in the U.S. is 11.3 per 100,000 people. 
This makes the national suicide rate significantly higher than the nation's homicide rate, with three suicides to every two homicides. That means that, wow, that two people, that means that three people for every two people commit suicide. Wow, this is why, you know, we're having this show. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to continue to have these type of discussions, too, where we're going to help come up with, you know, solutions. We're going to get you to the people who can help you, you know, come through this. This is not, like, again, you don't have to fight this alone. These these statistics are not to scare you, but they're to, to alert you. If you're not dealing with depression, if, you, if you're not, you know, dealing with anything like this, or you don't know anybody that's dealing with this, at least get into your mind that somebody out there needs deliverance from this and and at least pray for them at least start praying for people to come out of depression so here's a, here's some more information for you suicide rates amongst children are especially alarming with untreated depression identified as the single greatest suicide risk suicide ranks as the third leading cause of death for 15 to 24 year olds and the fourth leading cause of death for, tw- for children aged 10 to 14. While women have a greater risk of depression than men, 15 to 24-year-old males are significantly more likely to commit suicide. For every suicide in the 15 to 24 age group, seven men kill themselves for every woman. Family members, family members of depressed individuals, especially young males, should learn to identify suicidal behavior. Family members of depressed individuals, especially young males, should learn to identify suicidal behavior. And more information. Positive depression information. Negative, though many depression statistics are, depression treatment offers some good news. Within four to six weeks of treatment, up to 80% of patients have improved depression symptoms. This statistic holds true for therapy, support groups, antidepressant medication, or any combination of treatments. Unfortunately, two-thirds of people fighting depression will never receive the appropriate treatment for the condition, often because they never seek assistance. (laughs) Feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, and fatigue often prevent people from getting the help they need for depression. This is tragic. As depression facts show, the illness can be successfully treated. People, again, you don't have to fight this thing alone. You don't have to fight this thing alone. I've, I've, I'm going to give you five steps to come out of the fog. Five steps to to, to come out of the fog in your mind. Um, five steps to come out of the fog. Step one: acknowledge the issue. If you're having issues that are, are that are affecting your your life, that are affecting the way you operate, affecting the way you move. Affecting the way you you know handle your handle business. Acknowledge that. Don't don't push things, sweep things under the rug. I, I know so many times in life, especially as men, we're taught to just you know keep 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 it moving. Don't really make a big big deal out of things. But if you're dealing with something like this, and if you know that your family has a history of depression, by all means, do not sit on the issue. Make somebody aware of what's going on with you because you know your your life is important. We need you here to do some dynamic stuff. So we don't want you getting um, to the place where you, you don't feel like you can um, 
to go forward anymore. We need you here to do some dynamic stuff because you've been called here for greatness. And um, like I said, if you hear my voice right now, you've definitely been, you know, you've been called here to do something phenomenal. And I'm here to tell you that. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to lead you and, and, and you know, help you get there. So don't don't give up. Don't quit. Um, step two, seek help from wise counsel. So once you acknowledge the issue, once, I mean, then this, this, these, these five steps are going to be true for anything that you're dealing with that involves you coming out of a, a confused state in your mind. Seek help from wise counsel. You have to pull on wisdom. You have, to, you have to pull on wisdom. God gives wisdom to us when we ask for it. He gives it to us liberally when we ask for it. So if we seek, seek wisdom from, from wise counsel on, for instance, you know, I, have, I have a crew of people who are uh, social workers, who are um, ministers, who, you know, who can give information to help overcome these types of things. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to, to, to trust somebody who can help you get to which, the place you need to be. That's what this, this whole creating a championship standard living lifestyle is about. This is a life, I'm, I'm teaching you about a lifestyle. Even some of the rich and famous need you know, a battle of depression. Even people who are already established are fighting depression. So you don't have to feel embarrassed about this. You know, like I said, I'm coming forth with it today to tell you, hey, I've battled this, I've battled this for a little while. And I'm coming out of it because I'm, getting, I'm doing these five things I'm telling you to do. I've acknowledged the issue. I've, I've sought help from wise counsel. And after, you, after you've done those things, renew your mind. Renew your mind. It's, the, the scripture tells be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if you can re, just renew your mind, that gives you, that gives you a, a head and shoulder advantage over anybody else dealing with this issue because the renewed mind is, ex, is ex, accepting of solutions. Is accepting of help. Is accepting of assistance. Is accepting of, of those things that will make necessary the success you need in overcoming depression, in overcoming whatever it is. Like again, like I said, this five steps that I'm giving you can work in anything that, that involves you coming out of a, a cloudy place in your mind. And I always I often tell people this, and this is going to sound crazy, but listen to what I'm about to say. I often tell people that sometimes you got to lose your mind. And, it's, and, and what I mean by that is the mind that created the problem, the mind that got you into a, a, a hole, is not qualified to get you out the hole. So you got to change that mind. You got to you have to you know accept the mind of Christ. It's the mind. Of, it's the renewed Christ-like mind that will get you to the place that you that you belong. So be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The fourth thing is you have to change your environment. A lot of things that happen to us uh, are are. are a direct correlation to the environment that we're in. So if, for instance, right now, part of the issue I've been dealing with is that my 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 living quarters are in disarray because I haven't been, you know, I haven't been feeling like clean, I haven't been feeling like cleaning up sometimes. I haven't been feeling like putting things back in order. Well, in order for me to, to, to continue to move forward, I have to change that environment. I have to keep everything neat. I have to keep everything clean. I have to keep everything in order so that I can, can flow in a... And, and then come in and come out and, and not have to worry about, okay, where's where's my my wallet? Where are my keys? I shouldn't have to look for my keys in my wallet. I should know where my keys and wallet are at all times, especially when I come in my house. <laughs> I should never have to look for my keys and my wallet in my house. And I've had it happen recently. Just this morning, I lost, I misplaced my wallet and couldn't find it for about, you know, 20 minutes. 
because it was underneath some papers. I put it down for a second and and then moved something else, and then papers came on top of my wallet. So you have to change your environment. I mean, sometimes even changing your environment means changing the people that are around you. If you're going through a battle in your life and the people that are around you that they help per, per, they help put you there, they help perpetuate the situation. You can't continue to interact with them and expect to move forward. You have to con- you have to disconnect from, from anything that would would take you away from your destiny. Anything that would take you away from from your the goal, you have to disconnect yourself from it. So, change your environment. So after you you acknowledge the issue, you you're seeking help from wise counsel. You renewing your you renewed your mind and you are continually to renew your mind and you continually to change your environment. The fifth step, stay the course. Stay the course. If you're coming out, keep coming out. If you're going through something, don't stop. Go through it. Don't don't stop. Just come through it. Come out the fog. Come out of the fog. Come out of come out of that place that's cloudy, and come into to the light. Come into to to the place where you've been called to be, because anything that's unlike God is not for any of us. So, with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for us. I'm going to pray for each and every one of us that we come out, this, that this is a day of breakthrough and release for each and every one of us. And I just want you to, if you're driving, you know, pull your car to the side because I, I want you to really hear what I'm saying. And I want you to, to just open your heart up and receive this. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today and we thank you that you love us that you create us in your likeness and image and you love us and you told us that we can give our burdens to you and that you'll take care of and that you will take care of them because you won't permit us to slip and fall now father i bring to you today your people who may be dealing with battles in their mind who may be dealing with battles in their lives that that are, are oppressive and depressive and Father, we thank you because we now cast those cares upon you, knowing that you're greater than those situations, knowing that you're greater than, than the financial difficulties that we may have faced, knowing that you're greater than anything that we're going through, knowing that you're greater than anybody who would say anything to, to perpetuate a depressive state. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ for leading us and guiding us to to the resources necessary to come through this thing. We thank you for, for your supernatural breakthrough and your supernatural release. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the honor and we give you the glory and we worship you and we thank you and we praise you because we know that without you, this is impossible. But with you, all things are possible. And today, our, our breakthrough and our release has just become possible because we trust you for it. And we cast our cares upon you because we know you care for us and we know that you won't let us slip. We thank you for strengthening us. We thank you for empowering us. We thank you for, for delivering us in the name of Jesus Christ. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone who can hear my voice that today is a new day. Today is a a new day of freedom with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father. And we give you all praise, all glory, all worship, and all honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And in Jesus' name we thank you. Amen.
look, I, I want anybody who hears this prayer, who heard that prayer, to shoot me an email. Email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's mileswmiller at gmail.com. And let me know if that that this show has, has in any way affected you. Have I, were we talking? If I was talking to you today, I want you to contact me because I want you to. We want to connect you to resources that, if you need help, we can get you the help you need. Because we don't, like I said, we're, we're in this thing together, and we don't have to fight this battle alone. And like I said, I'm coming out. You're coming out too. Today, I mean, we're we're victors. We're champions, and champions win. So, I thank you again for uh, tuning in today. I thank you for taking time to listen to me today, and I thank you for for just being who you are. And in closing, again, I want to thank um, I want to thank Angel um, Bush in Houston, Texas. She was supposed to be on the show today, but I called her and told her what I've been dealing with and what I wanted to talk about today. So she at, she told me without a shadow of a doubt to to do what I had to do because she felt like this show, you know, the route I was going to take the show today would be dynamic and help countless people. So I want to thank her for allowing me to for giving her, us her time. For, for us to discuss this serious, serious matter. Uh, and we're going to have more shows like this, you know, dedicated to helping you overcome things that, that may just seem like impossible things. But we, we know that with, all, with God, all things are possible. So we're going to come through this together with God, with God at the helm. Um, and I thank you again, each and every one of you, my listeners. Um, again, thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you so much for helping us uh you know, make creating a championship standard living the number two uh, self help show on Blog Talk Radio, and I can I look forward to continually getting better. So, without a shadow of a doubt, this is Mr. Miles W. Miller saying, in closing, I'll see you next week. But before I go, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Receive your breakthrough and your release today. God bless you.